Hi, everybody. Steve Wolenhouse here. I'm your host on Anatomy of Success. Glad you joined us. To be alive with more life satisfaction, do these seven things. That's our topic this week. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Again, this is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Welcome. If you're here for the first time, glad you discovered what we're doing here. Hope you enjoy it. Subscribe to the podcast. We'll let you know about future episodes. And if you've been here before, like what we're doing, please rate and review the podcast and share what you're learning here with some friends so they can come and join us as well. Head over to weatherology.com. Find me under the About Us section. At the top of that page, links to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Follow along and grab the free weatherology mobile app. I think you'll like it. Now, I recently conducted a study on LinkedIn regarding life satisfaction a few months back. Now, if you participated in that poll, you may recall how you felt when I asked you that question and you responded. It was a very simple question. How would you rate your level of life satisfaction? Very satisfied, content, or very unsatisfied? Now, ironically, all the research shows that our mood impacts our perception of life satisfaction, and that's highly variable. Of course, when things are going well, our perception of satisfaction increases. When things aren't going so good, life satisfaction drops. Now, incidentally, 15% of over 6,000 people that responded to that poll said they were very unsatisfied. 30% said they were very satisfied, and 55% said they were content. And I would argue content is fantastic, assuming we aren't languishing. That's a completely different term. Languishing implies we aren't thriving. We aren't striving to improve situations that clearly demand some type of attention. So many of us become content. Content is great when it's in the context of, you know what, I'm very pleased. I'm happy. I don't ask for more. I don't want for more. I don't desire more, but I'm striving for more, but I'm very happy with where I'm at. Languishing implies that we're just stuck. We're not really doing anything to get better and we're just existing. Okay, big difference. Languishing is very different than content when you frame it in that context. Life satisfaction is at the foundation of a field called positive psychology. Although related to happiness, it's not the same thing. Happiness is more immediate. It can shift unless we decide to be happy every day, which requires prioritizing life satisfaction. Pursuing life satisfaction encourages a long-term perspective that demands developing a deep understanding for things that truly matter most to us, and that's highly personal, highly emotional, as I alluded to. So my four tenets of equanimity we talk about here, that's a great place to start because by focusing on better health, healthy relationships, healthy intimate relationships, and more satisfying work, we increase our ability to experience more joy, more happiness on a daily basis, and both are instrumental in precipitating a greater sense of life satisfaction. So the beautiful thing about life satisfaction, it's very subjective. And we get to decide what constitutes greater life satisfaction. And it's predicated on emotional energy. Recognizing that we can tailor a better life provides us with the latitude required to create a life that really offers us much more satisfaction. So to be happy, we have to be happy with what we have, but be excited about what we want. In an effort to do that, here are seven things we can do to improve our ability to increase life satisfaction.
first and foremost, we need to identify. The first step, improving life satisfaction is a decision that we make and we have to concentrate on things that improve our quality of life. It's not money, it's not fame, it's not more social media followers, it's health, healthy relationships, healthy intimate relationships and more satisfying work. What I call my four tenets of equanimity. Start there. Start by zeroing in on providing yourself with an opportunity to enjoy life a little bit more by focusing on those relationships, on your health, and on finding work with a bit more meaning. Life gets much better when our perception of satisfaction starts to increase predicated on these commitments we make each and every day. Next, we have to prioritize. Once we identify the things that matter most to us based on our values, we start to formulate a plan to ensure those things receive our attention each and every day. So without a plan and a commitment to action, our good intentions fizzle and fade. They dissipate. We use visualization to start to appreciate how better health is going to make us feel and why work that has meaning and compensates us well and gives us adequate free time starts to provide a greater sense of satisfaction. Once we start to prioritize these things and visualize what that looks like, we start to say no to just about everything else that competes with our commitment to making those things become a reality. Next, we have to focus. Every great plan demands commitment and dedication. We can't be casual, folks, about improving our quality of life and permanent change takes focus. We need to improve our attitude in the process. If we entertain negative thoughts all day long and bicker on social media, we can't stay focused on the positive energy necessary to succeed. We have to change our thoughts and change our approach to how we do everything. You know, on that survey I just mentioned, 6,000 votes, 600 great comments from people, and over 250,000 views, and two jackasses that just had to come by and spew their negativity. When we live our life focused on retribution, anger, guilt, it's so apparent in everything we do, and it's so inconsistent with how most people really want to live their life, and it's uninspiring. Let's stay focused on positive, optimistic thoughts and move in that direction and resist the negativity that's so easy to embrace as we feel compelled to share our thoughts about everything. And oftentimes it comes across very negative. And I prefer not to do that. It's your prerogative. Do what you want to do. But my advice, stay in that positive place where great things happen. Next, gratitude. Being grateful, that's essential for feeling content with our good fortune. Expressing gratitude every day keeps things in perspective and helps us operate from a position of gratefulness. Gratitude, it helps fill our head with positive thoughts and it gives us positive momentum to be generous with our time helping others, which helps us feel happier and elevates our sense of life satisfaction and it helps us be more successful in life. Gratitude is paramount for improving life satisfaction. And I encourage folks to practice this every day. Start by writing down three things you're grateful for each morning and build off that. You know, short-term satisfaction will never lead to something timeless. We need to have a long-term perspective and build the foundation for something remarkable.
Next, more meaning. Finding more meaning in work is significant, critically important for improving life satisfaction, I believe. We spend 40 to about 80 plus hours per week working. Many of us at a job that robs our enthusiasm, depletes our morale, and fails to recognize our efforts. That's demoralizing. Finding meaning and purpose in life is crucial to enhancing life satisfaction. Even Viktor Frankl, who is the famous Nazi Germany concentration camp Holocaust survivor, found meaning and purpose in a concentration camp by giving constantly to everybody around him. Creating more meaning adds immeasurable value to our life. And I encourage people, even in dire circumstances, by using Viktor Frankl as an example of how we can try to do the best we can to find some good in our unpleasant situation. Once we start to build on that with social media, we have the ability to make ourselves visible more so than ever at any place in history. Take advantage of these things. Be creative and imagine how you can improve this unpleasant situation and move in a positive direction, even though it seems, I know, overwhelming because of whatever obstacles you may be up against. Next, less noise. Turning down the noise is a great way to improve life satisfaction and reduce the distractions that prevent many people from staying focused. Learning to disconnect and take time to focus on those things that matter most improves our quality of life. The need to be constantly connected creates a sense of urgency that leaves many of us feeling anxious and stressed out. We have to learn to set firm boundaries with technology and say no to just about anything that conflicts with our top priorities. Priorities. And finally, and this goes with no surprise, wellness. Another one of my four tenets of equanimity. It's better health, mentally, physically. Without a commitment to better health, we feel lethargic. We lack energy. Feeling good, looking good, feeling fit is incredibly powerful. People that make health priority number one enjoy more life satisfaction. It's a proven fact. There's tons of research on this. A commitment to better health will create feelings of joy and accomplishment each and every day that makes us feel better and it gives us momentum. That's why we make our bed in the morning. It creates positive momentum, getting things done and we build upon that. Try it. So here's the good news about the 55% of people that said they were content. You find contentment and happiness will start to find you in abundance and lead to more life satisfaction. I hope you benefited from this conversation today about finding more life satisfaction. My desire for you is you'll find more life satisfaction and we have to be intentional about it. And you know, that's how we do things here. So glad you joined us this week on Anatomy of Success. I'm your host, Steve Wolvenhouse. Come back again next week. Join us then. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.